The Commander's Wish by Ginger Juan. Chapter 2 Goldie and Fishy. I shut my eyes tight and covered my ears with my hands, expecting a loud crash, but I didn't hear any sound. I slowly opened my eyes and uncovered my ears. Where's the gnome? I walked over to my laptop and turned it off. I didn't want to see that creepy thing again. I forgot about the gnome as I picked up the fish tank and put it on my desk. Since you're a goldfish, I'm going to name you Goldie and Fishy, I laughed. It's some funny names. It was pretty late, so I went to take a bath and tuck myself into bed. The clock rang loudly and then turned it off. Another school day, so tiring. I got dressed like usual and went downstairs to have breakfast. Remember to feed your two goldfish, Mom reminded me. Oh right, I forgot about them. I jumped up the stairs again and got the fish's food. But when I looked into the tank, they weren't moving. I tapped on the glass, still no reaction. I put a little feed into the water, but they still didn't move. Then I noticed that their eyes were closed. Do fish really close their eyes when they sleep? I didn't think so. They were not sleeping, but I didn't suppose they close their eyes when they're dead either. So what is wrong with them? I was about to call mom and dad when I spotted something. Goldie and Fishy's Fishy's orange bodies began to grow pale, and their fins didn't float around anymore. A few seconds later, they just became white, and their bodies sank to the bottom of the tank. Was this really how fish die? They turn white and hard and just sink to the bottom of the ocean? What was going on? I laid down on my bed to calm down. I've always wanted a goldfish ever since I knew there were goldfish, and it finally came true for a few hours. It was too weird. I saw something green from the corner of my eyes. It was that gnome again. I turned to face it and examined it closely. It should be the same gnome from yesterday, but then I realized that it was wet. It was wet! It was in the water! Does that mean it had something to do with Goldie and Fishy? No. This was too crazy. Gnomes can't move. Mom! Dad! What is this creepy gnome doing here in my room? I shouted. You're late, Lucy! Kate shouted back. Come down here or Jack and I will go without you. I glared at the gnome. What are you doing here? I demanded, but it didn't move or say anything. Why did you do this to Goldie and Fishy? I was crazy. I was crazy to think that gnomes could actually talk or walk or simply do this to my poor goldfish. I couldn't deal with this now. I had to get to school. Kate and Jack were impatiently waiting at the door. We ran to school and were almost late. Kate went to her high school. It was closer to our house than Jack and my middle school. I sat down next to Molly 
and was about to tell her about the gnome when the bell rang. Mrs. Cromwell, the art teacher, walked to the front of the room. You've all done a wonderful job last time, class, she said. Especially you, Lucy. What a tremendous painting you painted. Thanks, Mrs. Cromwell, I said proudly. For this class, we will be making a statue together. From start to end, she explained. You will be using clay to make the statue, and then we'll paint it. The artwork will be at least 40% of your grades, so really challenge yourselves. Aw, I hate group projects, I whispered to Molly, because everyone does everything together, and I can only do this tiny part. I'm sure everyone would want to let you do most of the work since Mrs. Cromwell gave you her art award. That's a very big honor, Molly said. Yeah, Ace, a boy with red curly hair and freckles all over his face chimed in. I would gladly let you take over, as long as the project looks great. Thanks, Ace, I said. Now, let us... As art teachers will pick the most beautiful or creative project each class put together, Mrs. Cromwell announced, and that class would get a special treat. Let's start. She told us she had something to do and that we should just start without her. I jumped up and ran to get the clay from the art supply room and took it down to the classroom. I set it down on some newspaper and tore off the wrapping. Everyone gathered around while some kids who were not good at art stuck their hands in the clay and totally ruined the statue. Stop! I cried. You guys are ruining the project. Let me handle this. Some kids rolled their eyes, but I didn't care. They thought they were good or something, but clearly I'm better. I shaped the clay carefully, and a few minutes later, a perfect statue was done. Mrs. Cromwell walked back into the classroom. Well done, kids, she said, looking pretty impressed. Did you really make this? Actually, Lucy did most of the work, Molly said. Not to brag, but I did, I said, hoping to impress Mrs. Cromwell more. Very nice, Lucy, she said. But this is a group project, but you, so you can't just do all the work. Yeah, some kid chimed in. I want to make the statue, too. Come on, if you guys did the work, the statue would not look this good, I said, laughing. Well, since the statue is already done, then those who didn't join in making the statue shall paint it, she said. I sighed. The rest of the lesson was just stupid. Everyone took over painting the project, and I just sat there. Finally, it was my turn to paint it. I picked up the brush and the bottle of paint, but then I felt a sudden surge of power, like someone was pushing me, and the paint just splashed onto the statue. Everyone gasped. Lucy, you ruined it, a girl cried. Why did you do that? The statue was covered in yellow paint dripping down its face. I spun around to see if anyone touched me. No. 
I threw away the bottle and saw the gnome in the garbage. I knew it was you again, I said. Who? Molly asked. This gnome! It killed my goldfish and now it ruined our project. Gnome? Molly came to the garbage bin to see it. What gnome? That gnome you told me about yesterday, I said. It's right there, I pointed at the bin. Lucy, there's nothing but trash here, Molly said. I glanced down at the trash can. No gnome. It had disappeared. Where'd it go? The bell rang. We'll finish the project next time, Mrs. Cromwell said. Class dismissed. We all scattered out of the classroom. Molly, I saw that gnome in my room yesterday after you told me about it. It killed my goldfish, I told her. Do you think that thing really exists? Molly asked me. I don't know, but I'd say yes, I replied. I saw it. I want to see it for myself to believe that's true. I'm not saying I don't believe you, Lucy. It's just this is too crazy to be true, Molly said. I could stay at your house for a night, see if we can find anything. Thanks, I said. Besides, I don't want to stay in my room for the night knowing that there is a creepy gnome in the house. It keeps showing up and disappearing. The day just kept getting scarier and scarier. At lunch, I spilled the lemonade all over the lunch lady. I tore my classmates' quiz apart and threw balls at the PE teacher. Actually, I didn't really do it. It was that strange power that was in my body. I kept seeing the gnome around, and I was starting to wonder if it was controlling me or something. School time finally ended and Molly and I walked home together. The girls that were usually behind us weren't today. I guess it was because of the things I did. I'm starting to believe that this gnome thing is true, Molly said. You haven't been exactly been you today. I feel like it's in my body controlling me, I said, feeling really uncomfortable. Am I crazy? We'll see, Molly said. It's going to be a strange night. We got some snacks when we got to my house and went up to my room. We set up our sleeping bags and put the snacks on the table. Molly stared at my fish tank. Are these goldy and fishy? She asked. Yeah, I said. I saw them turn from normal to this. With my own eyes, Molly. It was horrible. Molly didn't move. Is, is that gnome you were talking about? I turned around slowly and nodded my head. <laughs>